Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing, nothing but pure sports. Hey there, everybody. I am Milan Jordan, and this is the MMA Daily Blitz, brought to you by FanStream Sports, powered by DSP Media. By all means, like, share, subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Check out our YouTube page, and you can follow me on Twitter at Milan Jordan. All right, lots of action this past weekend. Uh, Bellator MMA had a pair of fight cars in Hawaii Friday night. It was Bellator 294. The headliner was Liz Carmouche taking on Deanna Bennett, uh, a rematch rematch of a fight from September 2020 that went Carmouche's way. Uh, this was supposed to be for the Bellator flyweight title, but Deanna Bennett missed weight. So this was still a five-round fight, but the belt was not on the line. It didn't really matter because uh, Liz Carmouche, after three close rounds, sank in an arm triangle choke late in the fourth round to win it, uh, improving to 6-0 in Bellator MMA with five of those six wins coming via stoppage. Uh, The loss for Bennett snaps her three-fight win streak, those three wins sandwiched by the losses to Liz Carmouche. Uh, Also on the main card for uh, Bellator 294, It was Sarah McMahon making her Bellator debut with a solid win over Arlene Blanco by unanimous decision, uh, 29-27, 30-27, 30-26. Elsewhere, you had Tim Johnson defeating Saeed Salma by unanimous decision, and Danny Sabatello got back on a winning track with a second-round submission victory over Marcos Breno by rear naked choke. Well, Friday night, it was Bellator 294. Saturday night, it was, wait for it, Bellator 295, uh, featuring the Bantamweight Grand Prix Final uh, with champion Rafian Stotts facing Patchy Mix. Uh, Stotts came in with a record of 19-1, Mix 17-1. Well, Patchy Mix sought, destroyed, and made very quick work of the interim Bellator champ Rafian Stotts with a vicious standing knee, just a buck 20 into the fight to capture the belt and win the Bantamweight Grand Prix and collect the $1 million prize. Up next, up next for Apache Mix, well, he's going to fight in a Bantamweight title unification fight against the winner of champion Sergio Pettis and Patricio Pitbull. They will fight in June. Uh, Sergio Pettis, he was the champ. He got hurt. Thus, they created the interim Bantamweight title. Uh, Sergio Pettis, his first fight back will be uh, in June against Patricio Pitbull. Winner of that, taking on Patchy Mix, should be one heck of a fight, uh, hopefully later this year. Uh, the co-main event, of course, it's in Hawaii. You got to have uh, Hawaii's own and former flyweight champ, Elima Lee McFarlane, on the card. And when she was on it in the co-main event, she defeated Kana Wantanabe by split decision. Uh, Wantanabe scored some takedowns throughout the fight, but not really much else. Didn't really do much with those takedowns, while uh, McFarlane used some good striking to win favor of the judges. Uh, up next for her, perhaps a date with Liz Carmouche for the flyweight title. Obviously, she wants that. I think Liz Carmouche will fight anybody, uh, whoever uh, they put in front of her. And uh, Scott Coker seemed to be really leaning towards that way to uh, having a Liz Carmouche and Lima Lay McFarland fight later this year. And that will no doubt be a barn burner. Uh, elsewhere on the uh, Bellator 295 card, Yancey Maderos beat Charlie Leary via rear nick and choke in round number one. And Aaron Pico continued his winning ways by defeating James Gonzalez via unanimous decision. Also in action was the UFC, a fight night card at the Apex. Uh, The main event was a top five heavyweight matchup between Sergey Pavlovich and Curtis Blades. And 
It's a shame it was at the Apex, which, you know, doesn't really have hold a lot of seats. Uh, something maybe a bigger venue, I think, for a top five heavyweight clash uh, would have been would have been nice. But nonetheless, they had this card at the Apex and. Well, it didn't last very long. It's because uh, Sergey Pavlovich knocked out Curtis Blades. Uh, Pavlovich now has won six fights in a row, all by first-round knockout. His six-fight first-round knockout streak is the longest such streak in UFC history. And his six-fight UFC winning streak amongst heavyweight competition is the longest active streak in the division. Remember, John Jones, he has a very long winning streak, but... Only one of those wins, his last one, has come in the heavyweight division. So that's why Pavlovich gets credit for the uh, uh, longest such active streak among heavyweight competition in the division. And again, Pavlovich, all he does is knock people out. 15 of his 17 career wins have been cut by KO. And at this point, you've got to think a title shot is this next fight. And Pavlovich says he'll gladly wait for the winner of John Jones, Stephen Miacic, whenever they decide to fight. It doesn't look like it's going to happen. International Fight Week in uh, July for UFC 290. Uh, John Jones hinted recently that uh, maybe as a quote-unquote uh, retirement fight at MSG in his home state of New York later this year uh, against Stipe Miacic might be what happens. Uh, again, no, nothing official yet. We shall see. Meanwhile, Curtis Blades, uh, his record drops to 17-4, and four, all four of his losses coming via knockout. The co-main event was a middleweight matchup, and it also ended with a first-round knockout. Bruno Silva punched out Brad Tavares at 335 of round number one. Silva improves to 23-8 and overall, 4-2 and in the UFC. Uh, 20 of his 23 career wins have been by knockouts. Again, uh, Bruno Silva, much like Sergey Pavlovich, all he does is knock people out. Uh, Bobby Green took on Jared Gordon in the first round. It looked like Bobby Green scored a knockout win, but then... It was ruled a no contest due to an accidental headbutt, uh, accidental clash of their heads, probably more more accurate. And as you would expect, Bobby Green, not very happy with the decision. Uh, in a post-fight press conference, uh, he answered just one question at the end, just slamming the microphone down. That one question was answered, uh, was filled with F-bombs, and because the fight was ruled a no contest, uh, Green also lost out on his win money, so... You see the frustration there. He has a three-fight winless streak. His last victory coming in February of 2022. And, uh, you know, when you don't have the win money to go on top of all that hard work, you know, a little bit desperate. And, it's, hey, he says, hey, I, I need the money. Uh, it's one of the real downfalls of the way that the pay structure goes, uh, not just in the UFC, but for, you know, just about all of MMA, you have a win and a show money. Uh, you get the show money uh, just for showing up. But uh, you lose out on the win money if your opponent doesn't make weight, has to cancel at the last minute, or you switch opponent, whatever it is. But, you know, ideally it'd be nice if the fighters got paid a flat fee and then you can get a win bonus on top of that. So this way your your expenses are covered for the long training camp, time away from family, all that, pay your managers, coaches, all that stuff. And then, you know, the motivation is still there to win. You get the win bonus on top of that, but... Uh, yeah, it'd be in a perfect world, and of course, we are far from a perfect world right now. All right, well, this weekend, uh, we do have one MMA event, of course, it's a UFC back at the apex. It's going to be on ESPN. Plus. The main event is a bantamweight uh matchup between Yadon Song and Ricky Simone. Uh, as far as the rest of the card, nothing really to write home about. Uh, earlier this week, we had a couple of prelim fights pushed back to later dates, and another fight, one of the fighters was switched out. so 
fight uh fight night card of right now is sort of in flux but uh, uh as of right now yadon song and ricky simone uh the headliner uh is still on tack uh bare knuckle fighting championship they have a card this weekend bf bkfc 41 colorado why do i bring this up well there's some notable former mma fighters on this card the main event uh, as luke rockhold making his bare knuckle fighting debut as he goes against platinum mike perry and the co-main event which would be a heck of an MMA fight. Instead, uh, we're going to see it in bare knuckle fighting. Uh, Chad Mendez takes on Eddie Alvarez as Eddie Alvarez will make his BKFC debut. Uh, well, a week from this Saturday will be the UFC's next pay-per-view, UFC 288. Uh, it's headlined by the men's bantamweight title fight between Aljamain Sterling and Henry Cejudo. Uh, the Charles Oliveira, Benil Dariush co-main event was scratched due to Oliveira being injured. I brought that up last week. Well, now we have a new co-main event that has been set. Uh, top welterweight con- contenders clash as Gilbert Burns will face Bilal Muhammad. That should be one hell of a fight. Uh, meanwhile, the Oliveira Dariush fight, it's been pushed back to UFC 289 co-main event June 10th in Vancouver. Of course, that card is headlined by the Amanda nunez Juliana Pena trilogy fight. Uh, another fight announcement was made last week. Robert Whitaker and Drickus Duplessis will meet at UFC 290 in July at a middleweight title elimination fight. Uh, that is the International Fight Week card in Vegas, July 8th to be exact. Uh, the winner of that fight will face Israel Adesanya for the UFC middleweight title later this year, perhaps in Sydney, Australia. We'll see. Uh, the UFC 290 card has two title fights at the top of the main card. Alexander Volkanovsky against Yair Rodriguez to unify the featherweight title. And Brandon Moreno will defend the flyweight belt against Alexander Pantoja. Uh, just before Christmas, we got the news that uh, UFC Hall of Famer Stefan Bonner passed away at the age of 45. Uh, well, the Clark County Coroner's Office in Nevada has ruled uh, that Bonner's death was an accidental overdose from fentanyl, uh, parafluorofentanyl, and mitragynine intoxication. If I'm saying that right, uh, the coroner's office declined to provide additional details on Bonner's death, uh, citing medical privacy laws. Bonner, of course, was part of that sem- seminal moment that really launched the UFC and MMA as a whole into the mainstream. And he and Forrest Griffin had that epic uh, uh, ultimate fighter finale, uh, tough one. Uh, just a great fight. They end up going to Forrest Griffin, but Stefan Bonner uh, was part of that as well. And uh, he ended up having a very solid career. But, uh, yeah, he passed away uh, just before Christmas, December 22nd, at the age of 45. All right, folks, well, that'll do it for this edition of the MMA Daily Blitz. As always, brought to you by Fanstream Sports, powered by DSP Media. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you consume your podcast. Follow me on Twitter, at Milan Jordan. As always, thank you for checking out the MMA Daily Blitz. I will talk to you later.